welcome to Stop Shitting All Over Yourself, the podcast with me, Manessa Konecki, where I will show you how to get rid of all of uh, the baggage and underlying beliefs that you brought with you over the last several decades about business. We all believe that there are things that we should be doing in our business. I'm constantly saying, oh, I should be doing this. I should be going live. I should have an email list. I should have a chat bot. I should, I should, I should, I should. It's likely right now, as I'm saying I should, you have a list of things in your head already that you should or shouldn't be doing. And uh, the key is, is that as a business owner that I've been, I've actually worked with thousands of business owners. And one of the things that I've observed is that most business owners have about twice or thrice as much on their to-do list that they really need. And a lot of the things that actually make it onto your to-do list don't actually need to be there. And a lot of them are there because we just feel like we should be doing something. So we spend most of our time feeling guilty about the things we're not doing and then forcing ourselves to do things we don't want to do anyway. So the whole point of this podcast is to help you determine what you can discard and what to keep um, by helping you recognize the origins of some of these ideas, where they came from and why they don't work anymore. So today, the question that we're going to be addressing is everyone is not your customer just because they wear clothes. Okay. That's what I called this one. And I called it this for a very specific reason. So I'm going to start by listing a whole bunch of problems that you may be experiencing in your business and why I want to list all of them. And I don't usually start by listing, here's all of the problems, but in this case, it's important because this idea and this philosophy of, um, everybody not being your customers. Um, that is such a pivotal change that once you internalize that, accept it and start to apply that into your business, your business will literally never be the same again, ever. You will never be the same. Your business will never be the same. And I am not exaggerating at all. It completely transforms. It's like you're living in a whole different world and suddenly you're like, Whoa, you know, before it was like doom and gloom and gray skies. And suddenly there's like butterflies and there's, you know, animated, you know, birds flying around and landing on your head. It's really weird. Right? Um, but it's amazing. Okay. It becomes amazing. And all of them are solved by this one, um, this one change in approach. So if you are somebody who is running a small business and you probably you're using social media or Facebook primarily, um, but, uh, you're not actually getting anybody to show up because okay? so you're not getting any reach, but you do try to grow on Facebook. Okay. Uh, when you do, when you go live, right? So when you post or when you go live, nobody actually shows up, nobody actually engages. So like you have a business page, you're doing the posts, you're writing on the things, but when you go live, nobody's showing up. When you post your pages crickets, you may see, you may see like the same three or four people showing up like all the time. Maybe it's your mom, maybe it's your best friend, maybe it's your diehard customer, but there are a few people maybe that you see coming frequently or you don't see anybody, but it's one of, it's probably around in that area. One of those two things, right now, when that happens, what a lot of business owners do is they're like, okay, I'm not getting any reach on my page. I'm not getting any reach in my, like nothing is happening. I'm stuck in this space. So they try to figure out how they can force reach, right? This is the, and this is the, I, and when I say they, I mean, I've done this as well. I remember vividly doing this. Like I even remember where I was sitting. That's how vividly I remember doing this, where when you realize that your reach is not happening because of the algorithm, um, we're like, okay, how do I force this to happen? So the next step that most business owners take at that point is they start to share and they start to ask for shares. So at this point they are asking, uh, or you are asking for shares from your, um, your, uh, uh, friends, your downline, maybe your upline, if you're in direct sales, your, your family members, your sister, you know, past customers, and you're just really always asking for shares. And then you're asking other people, like, where can I share to get more customers, right? So you're making this list of groups where you might be able to share to get more customers. Uh, maybe you're engaging in like ladders at this point saying, okay, I'm going to go to a page and say, guys, I don't have a lot of viewers. 
here, I'm going to dump my, my link here and then you dump your link here and then you like my page, I'll like your page. And then everybody just dumps their links and goes and likes everybody's pages, right? That is, that is what a lot of people will end up doing to try to get that reach. That's a really bad idea. That doesn't work. That actually will kill your page faster than anything else. But those are the kind of tactics that we start to engage in because what we're doing isn't working, right? And you don't feel like your friends in the, so now at this stage, you're feeling despairing, right? Like, oh my God, nothing is happening, right? And your friends and family, you're not feeling super supported because even though they bought from you before, maybe they're not buying from you right now. And the, the issue that happens to all of us when we get there is that we feel like we are failures. We're doing something wrong. People hate us. Like there's, we really internalize it and, and realize that we look at like, you know, the person down the street who has a business and she's doing fine. Or we look at someone else in our same direct sales company and they're doing fine. And we're like, well, if, if they're doing fine, then it must be something about me. Okay. So meanwhile, we're still trying to grab. So you try to grab all the customers and you end up just sort of in this cycle where, you know, as I just described, if you were following along, you're probably like, whoa, dude, are we, what are we doing here? Like there's people, there's chaos. People aren't commenting. It's a lot. That's where we end up like that. That feeling is exactly the feeling we end up in when we're not sure what to do, when we feel like we've tried everything else and nothing is working, not getting the traction, right? A lot of this comes. So a lot of this has its root in the space that you as a business owner do not know how to describe your business in such a way that gets them excited about it, excited about sharing it for you, excited about pushing you into their communities, right? Rather than making it feel like it's a favor to you. Right? So you don't want to be like, Hey Sally, my business is struggling. Do me a huge solid. Can you share this on your page? Right? You don't want to do somebody, somebody to do that for you as a favor. What you want is Sally to say, Oh my God, I bought this candy from Jackie and it's like crack candy. It's so good. It's this like little espresso bean with like some caramel in the center. I don't know, whatever it is, you have to get some here. Let me share you her page with you, right? She's live right now, or she has them on sale right now. Now that person is promoting your content based off of the value that they got. They're promoting it because they want to, they, they, and the person on the other side can feel it, right? They can feel that this person is approaching them with genuine enthusiasm. And when someone approaches you with genuine enthusiasm, you are infected with it. And then you run off and you want to do the thing that they did to have that same enthusiasm because everybody wants to love stuff. Everybody wants to be excited about stuff, but nobody wants to feel like they're, oh, okay, I'll go buy something or share something just to do a favor for you. But now you feel icky and they feel icky and everybody feels icky about it. Right. And the customer who shared it, their audience can pick up on the fact that it wasn't an authentic share. It's a subconscious biological, um, what's the word, uh, mechanism that we have in place to protect ourselves. You have a gut feeling that it's, eh, this is just not authentic. Okay. These are all the things that push people away from you. They don't bring people closer to you, right? So the exact same activities that you are doing to bring people to you is actually repelling them from you, right? Now, the thing is, is that you in general, you're fine. You're awesome. You're amazing. Your product is fine and awesome and amazing. The only thing that needs to actually change is the approach and the technique that you're using to find new customers. So you've got the product, you've got yourself, your amazing product is amazing because those are two things that like, if you were like, oh, I sell dirt and I know I sell sand and I live in the Sahara, right? I'd be like, well, and you're selling to people in the Sahara. I'd be like, well, okay, I'm going to be really honest. I don't think your product has much viability here, right? But for the most part, if you've got one person to buy your product, there are others out there, which means you have a viable product. So you're already winning check product check. You've got you, right? You've got the gumption. You've got the grit. You've got the desire. You've got the intelligence. All you need, literally all you need is the technique. Once you have the technique, everything will open up. So it's not really a whole lot of extra work that you need to do, but it's that last step, but it is one of the hardest steps. Okay. 
Now, this lack of language actually comes from uh, not being sure what value you offer or who it is that wants to buy your product in the first place, right? Because if you think everyone has your is your customer, then you need to have a pitch that is able to talk to my sister who is 30 something or 40. She just turned 40 um, with three kids and a 22 year old who's out skateboarding with her friends and me who is not a mother who wants to live minimally. And then um, Jen who has a gigantic house that is cluttered with lots of stuff, right? And my husband who is all into finances. So I just listed five or six different types of people with a child who's six years old. What that means is that every time you are faced with a person, you're having to come up with your pitch again and again and again, because you don't actually know what your value is. You're trying to guess the value to the person on the fly. Oh, uh, what would be most valuable? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. You will get ads up really quick. Is that the one that's going to get their attention? I don't know. Did I guess right? Right now you have to guess right. You're thinking that everyone is your customer. So what you're doing is you're basically just spraying and praying. You're just hoping that, well, I hope I get somebody who's my customer. I'm just going to talk to everybody and tell everybody all of the things. And eventually someone will come talk to me. What that does is that creates an environment where you constantly feel like you suck because if you're talking to 800 people, right? So let's pretend that, uh, we're back in, uh, the Sahara desert. Okay. Uh, oh, oh no, actually let's, let's move back. Okay. So, we're, uh, back. So let's pretend we're back in the Sahara desert. All right. And, um, uh, you're trying to sell water this time. Okay. You're trying to sell water and you're like, here you go. I have a big bucket of water and I'm going to sell it to you for a hundred dollars, right? A thousand dollars, a million dollars. I mean, people are going to buy that bucket of water because they want it because it's hot. They need it for their camels their drinking, whatever, right? Flip side, you take that same bucket of water and you put it right next to a lake and you tell somebody, I will sell this bucket of water for you with to you for a hundred dollars. Nope. You won't have any takers. $10, $5, 10 cents. Everybody's really like, why do I need your bucket of water? I have water. It's not about, um, about, uh, customizing what it is that you are selling to who you're selling it to. It's about figuring out, okay, who is it that needs my product? And I'm going to go find those people. And then those people will all buy from me. It'll be easy to sell to the people in the Sahara. It's going to be really hard to sell to the people by the lake. Why am I going to take 10, 12, 15, 30, 40, 50, 70 times the effort to try to sell something to people at the lake that are never going to buy from me anyway, when I could literally just put my stuff in front of people in the Sahara and they'll buy it, right? That's the key. So if you're constantly having to convince people to buy from you, it's because they may be, they're not your customers. But if you're able to really stand your flag and say, this is my value and I'm leaning in here, then your customers will come to you on their own, right? So let me give you an example of how this plays out in real life, right? When I first joined Little Row years ago, okay, this is years ago, and this is where I learned this message. Um, that was where I learned about marketing and it was a mistake, okay? The basic message that everybody taught me, my upline taught me, uh, Deanne taught me, everybody taught me was you're, everyone's your customer because everyone wears clothes. And I was like, well, of course, everyone's your customer, everyone wears clothes. And I perpetuated that lie and myth with my downline and I feel awful. Like I literally, these are the sort of things that I feel bad about. I ho only hope that all the things that I'm doing, <laughs> like I'll make up for that, right? But I did say it. Um, what I didn't understand was that the company was still in its initial stages of infancy. And because it was in its stages of infancy, it was in a accelerated growth stage. Where it's like tickle me Elmo kind of fad like stages, right? Where you it's right now it's hype. Like my, like MTV was in the beginning, but then it just becomes a thing that you do. 
So when something is hype, all you have to do is show it to somebody and they'll buy it. Oh my God, like Tickle Me Elmo, you just showed it to someone and they'll buy it, right? Tamagotchis, you just showed it to them and somebody would buy it. Or whatever the newest PlayStation 5 is, you show it to them and then they buy it, right? Um, uh, that when something's in that phase, but once it moves into the more normalization phase, you actually have to market it. You can't just show it to somebody and expect people to buy it. So at that point, right, it's because not everybody likes the same things. In the beginning, everybody just wants to be part of the zeitgeist. They're just really excited to be part of this whole experience. Um, but now that it's all over, um, not everybody likes the same thing. Some people like jeans, some people like leggings, some people like those shoes with the, the red soles that Syra has behind her when she live streams that look like basically bloody feet. Um, some people like those. I, they're called Louboutins? Lob, lob, something. Blah, 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 with red shoes, right? Now, you're probably thinking everyone out there is your customer because you think maybe your customer, your, your product has universal appeal, right? Or like, you know, everybody wears clothes. Or maybe you're thinking that everyone in um, a particular group is your customer, like all moms or all kids or so on, right? Um, that's not always gonna be the case. If you ask 10 people if they like Oreos, you're gonna get 10 different answers. Some kids like trucks, some kids like Legos, some kids like Barbies. You don't know, it's not, everybody's not gonna like what you have just because they fit into a demographic, like one single thing where you're like all moms, all stuff. It has to be much more specific than that. So the way to get people to your page and to your group is not to just kind of say, ah, everybody's my customer, let me just try to attract everyone, but to instead figure out who those people are that actually like your product and attract them. Okay? And that's when you're going to start seeing sales. You'll start to see engagement. You'll start to see reach. You won't need to worry about these shares. Your workload will like have, it'll be crazy. You will see a crazy, crazy amount of results from this. Okay. So here is your solution. I'm going to give you the solution and then I'll give you the homework to take with you. Okay. So who is your target market? You have to know who your target market is. And I'm not going to lie. It is really freaking hard to figure out who your target market is when you're first starting because you're trying to change a way of thinking. Okay. Every single one of my students thinks this is the hardest thing ever. I think it's the hardest thing ever. My sister and I got into huge fights when we were trying to, she was trying to learn it just because it's very challenging. But once you get through it for the rest of your life, you never have to worry about it again. It's so easy. You can just do it anytime you want. Like you never have to worry about it again. And you're making a lot more money in the meantime. So you really don't mind it as much, but start small. Okay. I don't want you to think, Oh my God, I have to put together my entire target audience. You don't start just thinking about the kinds of people you like to hang out with. Like, do you have a naughty sense of humor? Do you like to swear? Uh, do you like the Golden Girls? Like, what? Who do you like to hang out with? Do you get annoyed when people whine all the time? Uh, do you love talking about The Bachelor? Like, what are some of the things that you like to do, like to talk about? That's where you're going to find your target audience to start. And yes, it's really as simple as that. It literally is as simple as just write about the things that you like to do. Okay. So here is your homework. Okay. So I want you to click on the message me button on the top of this page. Okay. And if you're looking, listening to this podcast later, then you can head over to um, at Manessa.conicky on Facebook. And you can download the target audience worksheet by activating the messenger. And there's a question that says, Hey, do you want the download? And you'll say yes. And then download it. It'll be great. And what that will do is it'll help you start to figure out, um, who those people are for you, right? Who are those people? And there are also some videos uh, to help you along the way. Okay. Then I want you to share what you learned in this thread. Okay. I want to be able to learn about your target audience. I want to help you with this, right? So when you write it down, it's also going to get so much clearer in your mind. And then when you write posts, you'll feel like a hundred times more confident. Okay. And that's getting you to that path to freedom. I have interviewed thousands of business owners over the years and without fail, the root of their sales issues are that they don't know who the person is that likes to buy their product. It's so this is so important guys, like drop everything that you're doing right now and do this first level important. That's how important this is. And you can check with any coach. They will all agree on this. This is literally drop everything that you're doing and focus on this. 
If you have any questions or need additional directions, you can feel free to message us on uh, the business page at manessa.conaghy. Um, and if you want to watch the podcast recording live, you can also join us on uh, the business page. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review and let other business owners know how it helps. Our mission at Direct to Success is to help as many women as we can feel joy and confidence in their business again. And your referrals help us get the message out. Your friends and colleagues will thank you later.